Hey, I think here. I think we are recording the first ever Bad QB League podcast right I, now. I am here with you, Alex. This is Matt. And uh, yeah, and like Matt said, I am Alex, and we are taking this thing to the streets and to the airwaves because Matt is tired of writing up results, and I, I don't blame him because I do it like two or three times a year, and it's awful. Um, and I'm usually writing about something entertaining. Um, like this week, I'd be writing about just how many farts there were because there were so, so many farts this week. And Alex and I spend plenty of time talking about this anyway, so it might as well just record some of our discussion. And actually, um, before we get to the farts, Alex, I, I realize that there's actually a scoring <laughs> issue we need to discuss. <laughs> Uh, before we get to the farts out. Fantastic. Yes, a scoring issue indeed. Yes. Bring, Which on, is, bring it on. <laughs> the interesting things we looked at this week was Jake had a, a late audible, right? Switching from starting Atlanta to starting Jacksonville. Now that was a good move, right? Blake Bortles yes. threw four interceptions and scored 63 points this week. Uh, yes. Second only to Miami. Um, Atlanta, it seemed like had a, had a good week as well. Um, they did not play well. And when we talked on Monday, we had a benching for Atlanta. Um, it, it came to my attention that there were x-rays on Matt Ryan's foot. So uh, I was just doing research. It looks like what happened was Ryan was sacked six times. He got sacked by TJ Watt in the fourth quarter. They were down big. He did not come back in afterwards. He got x-rays after the game. So the question is, benching or not? So if this were a playoff game, would he have kept playing? Almost certainly. Almost However, certainly. that can't necessarily be the yardstick that we use. Right. He was, they were losing big, 41-17 I mean, or something. Um, I'm not sure there was more scoring after that. So, um yeah, he definitely would have come back in, I would say, if it were an important game. Then again, they were losing by a ton. Um, I'm inclined to leave it as a benching, um, but I wanted to get your opinion. Yeah, I think that this is a situation where Jake was right to call an audible. He just called the wrong teams. Obviously, he should have not swapped out Atlanta and for Jacksonville, he or Jacksonville for Atlanta. He should have swapped out his other team. Um, the only thing I'll because, say, right, is that Joseph Joseph might argue this. He he had uh, argued for a benching of Tyrod Taylor in week three. Um, that that you know he, he got hurt, um, but was he really hurt? Did they just want to put in Mayfield? Probably a little bit of both. Um, so the argument here would be this is a similar situation. Yeah, there was an injury, but. If there were x-rays, then it's clearly not nothing. Yeah. So, and since Atlanta wasn't started, it doesn't make that much of a difference, right? Yeah, that's correct. All right. Um, so let's say not a benching. That takes them down yes. from 46 to 35. Now they're just at a low. All right. Okay. That, that seems fine. He still should have gone with Atlanta and Jacksonville, but now the, the margin is much smaller. That's correct. Carolina, his other team, finished at six, um, although that was, that was only after a uh, 
a bullshit game-winning drive uh, thanks to a 63-yard field goal. Yeah, I, uh, I'm familiar with bullshit game-winning drives. Um, I suffered two of them this week, so lovely. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's probably worth getting into those as well as the fart fest that was this week and the insane number of teams that scored either one or zero. Yes. The scores this week were practically binary. Um, it was absurd. Yeah, so you, you started two of the teams that had uh, game-winning drives, um, Buffalo <laughs> and Houston. <laughs> I, I, can't, I just can't believe Buffalo. I honestly – I was so excited about them before the season, and now I do not know what to do with them because they played horribly and they won anyway, and I don't get it. Yeah, I, uh, I unfortunately haven't gotten a chance to listen to Bill's radio after, after – this game it's so normally one of my favorite things about living in the area is, is listening to the depressing bills radio um so but yeah I haven't, I haven't heard what the reaction to this game is I, I assume excitement i mean the silver lining on this has to be that josh allen running up the middle of the defense which by the way you could see the looks on the defenders faces they just expected him to, to slide and they didn't think that he was actually going to go for it um so they kind of half-assed the tackling um, because they were like, there's a lot of us here. He's just not going to try to plow through it. They, they didn't uh, work from he, the hurdle in the Minnesota game? He's, he's going to get crushed one of these days. And then, I mean, we're talking about, uh, is that Nathan Peterman again? Mm, it is. It is Nathan Peterman, yes. So obviously that's what I'm here for, is the bad Josh Allen games plus the Nathan Peterman. But when Josh Allen does get injured, I'm not going to whine like a little bitch. I'm, I'm not going to insist it's a bench. No. You, you could never, you would never bench Josh Allen for Nathan Peterman. You just wouldn't do it. Um, yes, unless you're the Bill coaching staff and it's week one. Anyway, um, the, uh, <laughs> 30 points despite that game winning drive. Houston, on the other hand, negative 11, thanks to that uh, game winning drive, the long um, Hopkins pass to set up the field goal. Um, the yardage and then the game when he drive, they ended up ending, ended up negative as a result. That took him 50. Um, so a result of that play essentially was um, negative 14 for you. Actually, it was, it was a little worse than that because uh, there was a late game interception that would have counted as a game killer if Dallas hadn't been so gutless as to punt in overtime with the ball on the other side of their own 40 near midfield. Right. So it went from, I mean, I don't know if that would have counted since the game went to overtime anyway. Um, maybe not, yeah. but still, it was a huge swing. And it was all DeAndre Hopkins. Neither team played well. And I started the wrong half of that game, which I knew I was going to do. I almost started both halves just so that I could start the right half. But had you started both sides, you would have ended up at three points. That would have put you right in the mix for last place. Um, that was occupied by Will this week, who uh, scored <laughs> a pair of ones. Um, Indianapolis and Seattle, and as you said, there were there was a lot of filling up the score sheet, lots of positives and negatives that basically averaged to nothing. Yeah, I think pretty much every quarterback this week threw for 300 yards and a touch and, a, and an interception. Um, and that pretty much all canceled itself out and every quarterback got one point. Yeah. So 
Indy got one point. Seattle got one point. Denver got one point. Minnesota got one point. All, all Whereas if, if, on the other hand, you threw for under 300 yards, but you had three touchdowns and one interception, then you got zero points. And that's what Pittsburgh and New England got. Hooray! <laughs> so we'll finish with two. Um, Joe was at negative nine, thanks to Cleveland's game-winning drive. Um, and <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say? <laughs> I said Cleveland's game one drive in overtime. Um, and that was, uh, so he was, he was there going into Monday. He had the only Monday night start that was Washington. Um, and despite the fact that Alex Smith was terrible, uh, it was only awful. two inner two turnovers for 14 points. So he finished at five in next to last place. So I, I spoke too soon last week. I, I, said Joe was uh, having a solid season. Jake was having a Joe-like awful season. Jake turns around for 69 this week. Joe puts up five. It's a nice score for Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Only beat by Russ, who got 71 from Miami. That was the week high score. Well, at the very least, last week we saw four owners finish in the negative. And this week, everyone was in the positive for the first time this season. So... Uh, something's going right. I think it's mostly that people got ones instead of zeros or negatives, but we're getting a little bit better at this. Yeah, and only there are only, in fact, only four negative scores at all this week. Yeah, that's true. And only two negatives started, which is tied for the fewest start of this year. Um, now, on to the uh, the turnovers. As you said, there were there were four fumbles returned for touchdown this week. <laughs> also known as the uh, it's fumble. Uh, what, what's the acronym? It's uh, I think the uh, is right. It's fumble. At, I want to say after return touchdown, but that doesn't make sense. So uh, I forget what that what it is. Fumble and return touchdown, maybe something like definitely fumble, yes, definitely maybe. return touchdown, definitely worth fourteen BQBL points. Um, and, and then as we said, we had four of them this week, uh, which is unusual anecdotally. No, it's unusual, full stop. Yep. Uh, t- taints are certainly a lot more regular, but we only had, what, one or two of those this week. Yeah. Uh, taint being the... Uh, Touchdown after interception. Uh, that one makes yeah. sense. I think so. In, indeed. That, that one we got. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that acronym I know. The other one I'm less familiar with. The other- you are familiar with the taint. <laughs> the other high score this week was San Francisco at 39 points. Um, Tennessee also had 39, but was on Joe's bench. Um, so Nick, another solid outing, picks up third place this week and five wins to maintain his lead. Um, he actually pulled ahead a little bit. Um, so he's this week, Nick is in the lead with 27 wins. Sarah in second place with 24 wins, Alex at 22 wins. And then Joe has 19 and a half. Uh, I have 16 and a half for us. That's 15 and a half. Jake moved out of the cellar. He's now in next to last at eight wins and will now with seven and a half sitting alone in last. Has anyone pointed out that, uh, that two weeks in a row, Russ has called the, the top performing team. And this week he actually owned the team he called. Yeah. Because that's actually, it's quite notable. I, Russ, I would like you to uh, let me know which of my teams will be the high scorer next week. Is it Buffalo? Can you try to start Buffalo, please? Um, 
I wouldn't mind that. Also, Miami now put up a pair of 71-point outings in back-to-back weeks, which is very impressive. That is true. And they've only lost, but like, one game or something? Or did they lose this week? I can't remember. Is that two losses for them? Are they three and two now? It must be. Oh, no. Matthew? Alex? I can hear you still there. Okay, I thought I lost you there for a minute. Okay. Did, uh, Miami did lose, though, right? Yeah, they did lose. They lost both the 71-point BQBL outings. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's the summary of, of week five BQBL. Yeah, and I think uh, we're looking forward to a uh, – should be a pretty good week six. We've got some, um, got some interesting matchups coming up. I was just uh I was just looking at our options. I know the uh the Thursday night game is going to be the New York Philadelphia game, which I have no idea what's going to happen there. No, um, yeah, absolutely no clue. Not sure if I should start Philly or not. Absolutely no idea. Yeah, Thursday night games are usually sloppy, but I really don't understand any aspect of the NFC East. I don't know if anyone's good. I don't know if Washington's defense is good. They certainly weren't this week. In fact, I don't think you even bothered to score New Orleans. That's how high they scored. Um, <laughs> oh, I think that's right. I think I did not even bother to score New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's excusable. But some of the bad teams are facing uh, are facing decent tests or challenges next week. Um, like we have an Arizona at Minnesota game, and uh, it remains to be seen whether Arizona is going to go in and boat race Minnesota um, the same way that. Uh, uh, that Buffalo managed to. I I would think that they can't, but who knows? Maybe Minnesota's all of a sudden just really bad at home. Yeah, so New Orleans, by the way, Drew Brees, 363 yards is negative eight. Three touchdowns is negative five, so I see negative 13 for the Saints in that game. I guess we don't assign special points for breaking an all-time record. No. It's, a, it's sort of a 24-7 negative point, but we have not assigned that. Did, uh, did Taysom Hill have enough rushing yards to make a difference? Oh, I you, he's a quarterback. You, yeah, you do have to count the Taysom Hill uh, points because he scored at least one touchdown. Oh, I forgot. He scored a touchdown. So that's that's a negative 10 in the touchdown. So negative 18. Indeed. Uh, Taysom Hill is going to be rough on being able to start New Orleans if he's going to keep doing that. Yeah. I, this is going to be difficult to remember to keep counting him. He's technically a quarterback, even if he went to the Air Force. Okay. So, negative 18 for New Orleans on Russ's bench. Um, he has them on by this week. So, Russ, Russ, a couple of good weeks, but New Orleans and Kansas City are, are tough starts at the moment. Kansas City, the only team that is yet to be started by anyone five weeks through the season. Yeah, that's, that's definitely tough. So let's see. Jacksonville at Dallas. Ooh, that's a nice start for me. So I'll, I will gladly start Dallas against Jacksonville this week. Um, but there aren't that many, like, signature great defenses this year. Um, you know, the ones where you're just obviously starting whoever's playing them. I guess you could say Baltimore and Tennessee is would have been a good bet. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's problematic. 
problematic. Okay. Well, so we we wrap it up. Don't don't let, let people listen to too much of this conversation right now. <laughs> oh, you think it's dragging on? I think it probably is. I think you know. Yeah. First, look, first week. Got to keep the people coming back for more. All right. Yeah. There you go. So this is the first one. Uh, good luck this week. May all your decisions be Milan-esque, I believe. That is, is correct. The way to sign off. All right. Have a good one. Bye.